What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Nathaniel Hackett as he reflects on Sunday's loss. Plus, I'll have the latest injury update and Broncos lead writer Eric Delilah joins the show for a game recap. All that and more on tonight's episode. The Broncos now sit at three and six as they fell 17 to 10 to the Tennessee Titans on Sunday in Nashville. We heard from head coach Nathaniel Hackett today as he reflected on Sunday's loss and coach Hackett detailed the offensive struggles in both the run and passing game. And he said they need to run the ball more efficiently and consistently. And when it comes to the passing game, there's a few reasons why they haven't been able to find a consistent rhythm. Unfortunately, it's been a, a bunch of different things. It hasn't just been one thing. Um, I think that, you know, we need to be more consistent across the board with the play calling on how I adjust things for him and get him and I on the same page. Um, and then it's just the execution. Something will go good. And then right afterwards, something might not work out the way that we thought it would. Or um, there might be something with a route, or there might be something uh, with Russ, maybe protection. And so it's just more collectively as an offense, we have to be more consistent. That's what we haven't shown uh, for each play over and over. Coach Hackett also spoke on holding people accountable and constantly evaluating everything. I mean, first, it starts with me. I mean, we got to make sure that the play calls are the right play calls and the ones that are going to put the guys in the right um, position to be successful. We'll evaluate that. We'll evaluate everything that we do. I mean, we're three and six. We're not where we want to be. Uh, nobody's accepting that. That's not the standard that we want to be. Um, we're not scoring enough points. It's that simple. And uh, we got to find a way to do that. And so we'll evaluate everything, every person uh, across the board. The team has been in some really close games this season. Five of their six losses have been one score games. But Coach Hackett said it doesn't matter. I mean, we're close, but that's not what we're here for. We're not here to be number one in close games. We're here to win football games. Um, it shows that, you know, the men in that locker room stay together and they battle all the way till the end of the game, um, which is what I believe in. And I love all those guys that are in that, that, uh, that locker room. And it shows that we have the potential to win some of these games, but uh, we got to get this stuff fixed. One guy Coach Hackett made sure to give credit to, though, was wide receiver Kendall Hinton. One guy I want to give credit for, credit to right away is Kendall Hinton. I mean, uh, what Kendall did, he was under the weather, uh, and he had not played that position of Jerry's that week because he was getting ready for a different position. And for him to miss practice uh, due to sickness and then go out there and play at that position the whole game. And I mean, he didn't have any mental errors. He went out there, made some plays. I mean, he toughed it out. I mean, he, he did a great job. And as we wrap up the top news of the day, let's take a look at today's injury updates. Coach Hackett updated us on wide receiver Jerry Judy. He said he suffered a ankle injury and will only be day to day. Offensive lineman Billy Turner and cornerback K1 Williams, however, are week to week. Coach Hackett said Williams is going to get a scope and they're still evaluating Turner. And last but not least, Coach Hackett said they dodged a bullet with offensive lineman Graham Glasgow and they're hoping he will be day to day. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a game recap is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric, thanks for joining me today. Feeling recovered at all from yesterday yet? Oh, I mean, just another tough <laughs> loss. It feels like. Yeah. Every week, Sydney, we've been sitting in here talking about sort of the same thing. Same thing, yep. week after week. Yeah, Eric, you said it. Really tough ro loss on the road. Another close game. I mean, this offense, they seemed to find rhythm early on. They got a 10-point lead and then just couldn't capitalize off of that, couldn't keep going. Kind of what happened after that. Yeah, I mean, one, 
I do think it's worth noting just the injuries have gotten yeah. to a point that it's it's really bad. A hundred percent. Um, you know, you started the season with an offensive line that you you know, by the end of the game you had three guys in there that were uh not supposed to be starters, not even really supposed to be reserve players. Right. Um wide receivers, you lose KJ Hamler in practice on Wednesday, you lose Jerry Judy the first play of the game. Uh, Javante Williams obviously out for the season. Yeah. And Patrick has been out for a long time now. So you look at it and you think, okay, well, even if you come up with a game plan this past Tuesday, then, you know, by the time you're at the second offensive play of the game, two of the main guys involved in that game plan, KJ Hamler and Jerry Judy are gone. Um, The offensive line, I thought actually played pretty well to start the game. Russell Wilson was sacked just once and it was a coverage sack. But then by the end of the game, you've lost Billy Turner and Quinn Bailey goes in. You lose Graham Glasgow and Luke Wattenberg goes in. Obviously there were problems with the exchange. Um, And so... That's, you know, you don't want to blame anything on injuries. And and the Broncos still should be better than the 32nd ranked offense in the NFL. But you can't deny at this point that the injuries have not taken a toll. And particularly in this game, Cindy, I think you could see the impact that had on the outcome of this game. But they've got to be better all around in terms of making catches, in terms of having throws that are there on time, in terms of being better in protection, uh, making those big plays, finding consistency, um, being better on third down. I mean, yeah. we can go on and on here when you're not scoring points and, you know, you're limited to 11 or fewer points for the fourth time this season. That's an indication that it's not just one thing that's going wrong. Yeah. You mentioned uh, third down struggles. You know, we saw that. I feel like we talk about this every single week, Eric, but yep. you know, it hasn't changed each coming Sunday and, you know, coach Hackett, he knows that he said it after the game yesterday that they've just got to be better there. You know, the offense isn't able to stay on the field how do they fix that moving forward? I mean, I feel like we've talked about it a lot, but nothing seems to change. Yeah. I mean, if there was an easy answer, I think they'd do it. Um, You need better play across the board. I think you need um, to put guys in position to make those plays. Um, You know, again, we saw the Broncos have some success at times, but for whatever reason, this, it just, they haven't been able to sustain it. And you go these long periods of times where you're going three and out or you're, you know, they're actually a little bit better in terms of picking up at least one first down um, and keeping the defense off the field a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you don't, when you're not able to get in that rhythm and you kind of go cold for stretches of times, it's hard to, to figure it out. The Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, I I think he was kind of joking. He said, we're almost better on fourth down than we are on third down. Um, you've got to get into third and manageable. And we've talked about how they haven't been great even in those situations, but it's just not a, a way to live to go third and 10, third and 11, third and eight. You're not going to convert many of those. Um, and then I don't know. I don't know if the offense needs to be a little bit more, you know, they talked about having some max protect plays, yeah. um, giving Russ a chance to throw the ball down the field. They opened up with a lot of throws in a row and it, you know, it actually I think was successful to some degree, mm-hmm. um, but maybe you've got to decide from a schematic standpoint here, do we need quicker developing plays? Do we need some shorter routes? You know, what, what there's just got to be each and every week until this gets fixed, kind of a look at how are we doing things and how can we potentially change them? Um, Because right now, as we mentioned, it's not working. Yeah. You mentioned all of the injuries. You know, one guy we saw step up was wide receiver Jalen Virgil. He seemed to be, you know, a bright spot on offense. You know, it was his first NFL game. His first NFL catch was a touchdown. Overall, what did you think about his contribution? Yeah, good story. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's kind of waited his turn here uh, sure. to get a chance. He had the longest touchdown by a Broncos player making his NFL debut since 1975 wow. uh, when Rick Upchurch had a 90-yard 
touchdown from scrimmage. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time. What he did was really impressive. He's got speed, which obviously you, you cannot teach in this offense. I think mm-hmm. misses without KJ Hamler out there. But it, it just seems like even yeah, so you don't want to take anything away from Jalen, but you know, the, the Broncos probably were not going into the season intending for Jalen Virgil to be right. a, a focal point of this offense. And, mm-hmm. you know, even the guys that you were intending to make focal points, whether that's Greg Dulcich, Cortland Sutton, you know, Cortland had a more productive game right. yesterday, but it's still there. There wasn't that kind of game changing type play. Greg mm-hmm. Dulcich, just one catch, kind of barely missed out on one that was thrown down the field to him. So they've got to find a way to get these guys more involved, more consistently. Um, and again, it's kind of my answer to everything here is that there there is no easy answer at this point right. because you've you've taken the chance to look You're at things right. and it's yeah. it still hasn't quite clicked. It's not going to get any easier because these guys aren't necessarily coming back. So yeah. uh, you've just got to find a way and realize you're going to be probably it's looking like you're going to be in these these slugfests, these low scoring games for the probably the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So you've got to find a way to make one or two plays here or there. Russell Wilson said, "Can we just get one or two more touchdowns a game?" With the way the defense is playing, that would probably be enough, but uh, still got to go do it. Yeah, well, Eric, looking at this defense, you know, yep. another good performance put up by them. I mean, they held Derrick Henry to just 53 yards, and that's a guy who is, you know, the past five games, I think he had 100 uh, rushing yards. So, I mean, that was pretty impressive. We saw defensive coordinator Jerry Vero do a lot of, a lot of different things out there. Overall, what did you just think about their performance? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're doing what they need to do. Yeah. I think Nathaniel Hackett said that they did – uh, enough to win this football game. Anytime you hold a team to 17 points, that should be enough. Um, obviously, there were things here and there that they could correct. The drive before halftime where the Titans scored a touchdown yeah. was a momentum changer. Um, Broncos had a couple of opportunities to get some turnovers, weren't quite able to come up with the football. Um, you know, the, the flea flicker play obviously was a, a big error. But again, they made those mistakes there and they still gave up just 17 points. And so yeah. the plan that Ajiro Evero had was very impressive. I mean, played four down linemen, brought an outside linebacker to the edge, yeah. went to more of kind of a four, three concept. Um, and you're right. They held Derrick Henry in check. Uh, there was one drive where Derrick Henry had a couple of runs that were, you know, seven to 10 yards and that was that it. Was it. Yeah. Otherwise they completely shut him down. Um, and it's hard when you're not scoring points on offense, it's difficult to go out there and continue to, have to feel the pressure of if we give up a touchdown on this drive, the game's over. over. And yeah. so the, the fact that the Broncos sure. were able to, you know, give Denver's offense a chance. And even at the end of the game there, when the Broncos, they gave up a big play, they, but they buckled down and held them to a field goal to keep it to one possession. And, and the Broncos offense still had a chance. And so they're doing everything they can. You know, we'll have to see what's going on with some of these guys that have gotten hurt because again, you're, you're asking a lot of some of these players on the defensive side of the ball too. But, um, you couldn't really ask for much more from this defense. And, and you know, it sounds like we've been saying it for weeks, but yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that the Broncos are, are having to waste this sort of defensive performance. Yeah, you're right. Well, Eric, you know, there's still eight games left this season, but I mean, three and six, kind of hard to come back from. So what, what's the mindset or what's the approach for the rest of the season here? Yeah. I mean, one, you got to play for pride and it's, it's, yeah. it is sad that at this point, you know, with this team, with this roster that we're talking about playing for pride at this point in the season, because the Broncos had much higher expectations than that. And so, um, but, but pride has to be the first step. And Russell Wilson uh, said that after the game, Corlin Sutton apparently gave a a speech to the team where he said, we've got to play for each other. We got to keep moving forward. 
Um, and until you get, you know, that eighth loss, even that ninth loss necessarily, um, you can still push forward and, and play for something. And even after that, you know, this is a chance for guys to show they should be a part of this team moving forward, um, you know, play for that next contract, do whatever they need to do. I mean, there's always reasons to go out there and play hard. Yeah. Um, but you're right. In terms of the playoffs and the odds drop to, to 4% mm-hmm. or something like that. Still not zero though. Still not zero. <laughs> um, but it, it, we can't talk about that for, for several weeks here until, um, until the Broncos are even back at 500, if that's able to happen at some point, it, it's not worth uh, the time yeah. to talk about that. Um, I'm with you. This week in particular, though, it's a rivalry game. You haven't beaten the Raiders in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're obviously kind of in the midst of their own struggles. Right. This is a game that you don't want to lose, both from a, you know, the standings is one thing, but also just from a kind of an embarrassment perspective. Absolutely. You don't want to lose this game at home to a Raiders team that's going through what they're going through. So, um, you'd hope the Broncos are able to rally and say, hey, we're, we're going to play with some pride this weekend and, and find a way to beat a division rival. Yep. Well, we will see on Sunday as we're back at home. Eric, appreciate your time today and your insight always. You got it, Sydney. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in today and every day. I hope you'll meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for another episode on Tuesday. I'll see you all then.